Indispensable is a podcast focused on hearing about the business truths, tools, and tips others can't do without. After interviewing hundreds of people for their LinkedIn profiles and talking with thousands of people looking to use professional platforms more strategically, I've had the pleasure of meeting and getting to know people that lead, create, and engage within their companies and in their communities with great intention, abundance, focus, and sheer grit. I want to share their stories so that you can gain insight from a variety of people, not just the podcast and tech rock stars that have become household names. Rather, let's focus on the people whose stories influence those around them, and maybe even you. Everyone has indispensable truths, tools, and tips, even if they haven't realized it yet. And while this podcast isn't about LinkedIn and how to use it, it may weave its way in from time to time. It is, after all, our favorite platform for networking and doing business. Come, join us, and get to know some of my colleagues, clients, friends, and neighbors. Everyone, it's great to be with you today. Today on Indispensable, the podcast for business truths, tips, and tools, I want to introduce Mary Gardella, who is a branding photographer for women leaders. I loved my conversation with Mary a couple of weeks ago when we met, and we kind of really dove in and started talking about what it means to be a photographer and visual branding. And Mary shared some great words with me and how she describes it. So we want to dive into that today. So welcome, Mary. It's great to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we should just like really kind of just dive right in. And I'd love for you to share about how you talk about what you do. How do you convey what you do specifically to the people that you can be working with? Because I'm a visual person, um, it's, it's actually really hard for me to describe it in words. Um, what, I'm, what I do, uh, and especially for women leaders, is I help them, um, I, I create an experience for them. Um, so a safe, a safe place for them to come and uh, create the type of imagery that um, they are going to be able to uh, relate to their specific audience. And um, I've been told that it's, um, that I create magic. I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's an interesting way to put it. But um, I guess because I'm a creative, um, I'm sort of on a journey as well. So uh, I, you know, when I have a woman in my space, um, what I'm really doing is I'm creating a bubble around us um, because it's so important that uh, these images um, are a true expression of their essence, um, which is a very important part of branding these days. So I want everybody to like leave their stuff behind, their crap behind, including myself, and put ourselves in this bubble and um, go through this, these exercises of, of shooting and posing and, um, but all, but most importantly, giving them that safe space where they can feel that they are themselves. So that is really what I do. Um, it's, it's not headshots. It's, it's, uh, it's a professional portrait. It's a branding journey that we go on together. And do, do they do some prep work ahead of time before they come into your studio 
to get ready for that, like to kind of think about how it's going to be a different experience than, let's say, going to somebody else and getting and getting a headshot, right? I mean, I it's it's a yes. It, there is a there's a process. Um, I I ask a lot of questions. I'm a pretty nosy person. I'm a <laughs> photojournalist by trade, so <laughs> so I spend a lot of time asking lots of questions. Um, beforehand, I even send out a branding questionnaire if, if we're sort of going on that, like a more intense branding journey. Um, for the professional portraits, I send out, you know, information about like, you know, think about what you're going to wear. Um, think about the things that look really good on you. Um, how does that, uh, you know, relate to your brand um, and your business? Um, how, how are they all in alignment? And, and, and think, and it's interesting. And then I think maybe it's just our, our generation. We don't think about these things. Mm-hmm. I think the millennials do, but we don't. So they're, you know, you, I sort of have to put them in this mindset. And I also, um, I also have a makeup artist um, with me at all times for even the smaller sessions that I offer, uh, but also for the branding sessions. So, um, so really it's sort of, Let's get you in this mindset. You know, this is an important stuff. You're worthy. Um, you're you're a powerful person. You're doing awesome things, and let's let's show that to the world. I think it's such a great um, point. I I do think that women, in my experience working with lots of women with their LinkedIn profile, I see that they do have a hard time kind of thinking about themselves in this way, right? And Many times women, you know, over 45, 50 will say to me, I actually don't want my photo on LinkedIn. I'm like, oh, that's a big mm-hmm. mistake, right? You've got to put that forward. You, if you get a great photographer and you have a great haircut and you pull it all together and you feel confident, you're going to be more confident on LinkedIn and in what you're doing because you've got this presence that really is authentically representing who you are, right? Visually. Absolutely. Why do women why why do women have such a hard time thinking about it in this way? Why do you think that is? Boy, that's a tough, tough question. Um it's hard for me to say it. I I you know there's a part of me I, I want to say I don't know. Um but I I think there's just this I mean I think it starts with insecurity. Um, I think it starts with, uh, I am, uh, especially in this, I have to say it's in this, this generation that I think it's our generation, Colleen. I, I don't, I don't want to put the millennials in that because they've, you know, they're used to technology. It's, they were born with it. We sort of had to grow into it. Right. So we've had to like figure out how to like manipulate ourselves in this crazy, crazy 21st century world. And, um, so for us, it's like a learning, you know, it's a learning experience too. So we have to sort of learn how to put ourselves out there. I think we're just used to being behind the scenes a little bit. And, um, and, and so, so there's that sense of insecurity and there's that sense of, um, do I have enough value in myself? Um, to, to, to take this extra effort. I mean, it does take, I have to say, it takes a while for women to get into my studio just to get to that point. You know, they inquire and then there's that long pause, right? 
Um, and we've talked about this with LinkedIn profiles too, right? I mean, it's, it's like that finishing, the finishing it all that I'm, I'm not quite ready yet, or I'm, you know, I don't look as good as I did 10 years ago, or I need to lose a few pounds or this and that. And, and really what we need to do is just put ourselves in the mindset of like, no, this is who I am right now. And I want to be, uh, I, I, I need to be okay with that. Like, this is me. And that's awesome, because I'm awesome. Um, I know it sounds a little like cliche, but really, I mean, that is, it's just sort of that we just have to put ourselves in, a, it's a mindset thing, really. And which is why I say, I am creating an experience for women. You know, I want to put them in a space where they feel safe enough to like, let go of all that crap that we hold on to. I mean, we, we, don't we wear, we wear many hats. We do, we do, we're great multitaskers. We're always doing something. Um, and I think sometimes we forget about like, Hey, uh, you know, this business is about me and, um, this represents me and this is my purpose. So I need to show that purpose visually. I need to, can I just, I have to, I've been like, this is how impactful and, and powerful an image is. Okay. This, right, now this happens every, I've got all these things like plugged in because I really wanted to have this information for you. So every minute, every minute, this happens every minute, 120 professionals join LinkedIn, 4.1 million YouTube videos are watched, 47,000 photos are posted on Instagram, and five new Facebook pr profiles are created. That's every minute. Isn't that crazy? So, isn't it? It's absolutely <laughs> insane. I mean, I could go on about how, what happens every day. Um, but those statistics, I mean, this, this is what we're, this is the world we're in. And we, either you can say, I'm not interested in being a part of it. And what's going to happen is you're going to be left behind. Right. Or you can say, all right, I'm going to go on this, on this ride and let's go. And this is me because your audience, your 21st century audience, they, they're, they're visual voyeurs. They want to know everything there is to know about you. They want to know how it's going to feel to work with you. They want to know um, what your style is, your personality. They want, they just want an inside look before they even meet you. And they may never meet you. I mean, a lot of businesses are virtual. So um, and I know you had a podcast with a gentleman who does video. Same thing, right? I mean, this is it. This is our world. We can't escape. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? And so you you step into it, and you you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, to steal you know Sheryl Sandberg's line, right? Lean in, right? And Lean um, in. you know, we we kind of have to define this and. And I think it's fabulous that you're really focused on women because I think that really as a group, they need to own this more and more, right? And, and there are many of us that are, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. And love working with those women, right? Only 27% of businesses are owned by women. And of that 27%, only 3% ever exceed a million dollars in revenue. So wow. got some good stats here today for everybody, which I think is awesome. But what I think is, is really important when you look at those statistics is it's moving 
so fast on the stats that you mentioned. And I don't know if it's moving fast enough on the number of businesses that are actually owned by women, right? Like we need to increase that. We need to elevate those people. Those people need to stand out and be seen and not just, you know, the, the women who are doing these things in Silicon Valley, but all over the United States, right? Like exactly. there's some really great, we're both in Baltimore, Maryland, and there's some really great women leaders that exist in this town that I'm like, wow. But when I go to their LinkedIn profile, I'm like, Ooh, dated, right? It's, it doesn't reflect the work I know that they're currently doing. Mm -hmm. If it, right. If it doesn't look anything like you and then you meet the person in you know, in person and they're like, wait, that doesn't look anything like you. You want them to say, oh, wow, you look exactly like your image. Yeah. You know, exactly. I already feel you. I already know you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is crazy. I mean, we just need to level up. That's what we need to do. But right. Love that. that. Leveling up. <laughs> How did you get to this place? So you've been a photojournalist. You've had a really interesting career. You've worked different places. How'd you get here? How did I get here? I got here. Um, are, are you saying with women leaders in, in particular? Yeah. How did you land on that? And how did I land on that? Well, I had a branding coach to help me for sure. For sure. I have um, a community of people that I rely on, even though I'm like a solopreneur, you know, I need, I need that community. Um, but the reason was uh, I was doing weddings and portraits before, before that. And then before that, I was a photojournalist. I was working in the publication world. And we all know what happened to the publication world. Like <laughs> in the early 2000s, it was, they all, they too didn't like keep up with the, the um, craziness of online culture. But um, photography, photography is a very interesting animal. I mean, we, we, um, when I was a photojournalist, there weren't many of me. Yeah. I was far and few. People would see me with cameras and go, oh, wow, you're a photographer? Um, of course, as the years progressed, digital photography came about. Uh, everybody had a camera. Um, and it became, uh, it became very oversaturated. Um, and so I've, I'm, I'm lucky in that I have sort of, when I left the publication world and I went into say the wedding and portrait world, like I'm owning my own business, uh, I was using photojournalism as my approach. And that was just on the wave of when, you know, the whole like wedding world had, had moved into this sort of photojournalism documentary style life that we now see all the time. However, all the photojournalists <laughs> came in and, and created businesses also. And so it became very oversaturated market. Um, so, so as a photographer um, and as an entrepreneur, I, I know that it's, it's really sort of important to see, find that, you know, understand and see that moment when things are changing and, and, um, and be able to reinvent yourself. And so that's what I did. And it, this last sort of, three or four years, um, I actually couldn't do it alone. Um, I sort of reinvented myself by myself before, but now I know I can't do it alone. And so I um, had a branding coach and, and she took that information that we out from a discussion and said, Hey, you know, this, this is a, this is a great, I've had photographed women, but this is a great like 
wow, why don't you do that? And I thought, wow, yes. Like, oh, you know, like, you know, when the, <laughs> mm-hmm. when that moment of inspiration comes and flooding in, you're like, oh yeah, that's it. So that's, that's how I have become to be here. Yeah. So you mentioned, um, and just so our listeners understand, I have a couple of questions that I send out to everybody that's going to be on the podcast, and it just sort of is a framework. And in one of the questions, Mary calls her group, her brand coach and tribe of others that share wisdom and knowledge, her brand tribe. I love that. That's a great term. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I even like bought the URL because I was like, that's really cool. <laughs> I love that brand love tribe. It. Oh my gosh, that's great. Well, thank you. Thank you. Do they know one another? How do you like, how do you work with them? Do you work with them like one-to-one when you get advice or you like run it's, in it's really one-to-one when I need advice? I know exactly who to, you know, to talk to. Um, but it's also inspired because, and this is, Thing. There's so many amazing women doing so many incredible things. And I just want to, and I, I'm lucky enough that I've been able to have them cross my path and be in front of my lens. And so I, I you know, I look at them and go, oh my, you have so much to say. And, and so now I'm inspired to create um, events at my studio um, that are both, you know, like for personal growth, but also for business growth. And, and so it's, that word brand tribe, um, it, it'll have different connotations coming very, very soon. Um, because I, I want everyone <laughs> to um, also have a brand tribe because I think it's essential. You cannot do it alone. You need, you need a community around you to help you, especially women. Women love community. We want, we want that sense of feeling of belonging. And, um, and so that's, yeah, that's why. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because I've, you know, I'm an extreme independent. So for many, many years, I was trying to do it alone, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about this idea of reinvention because I'm, um, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and sort of more to me now, like 10, 15 years ago, I kind of thought of that reinvention as having a stopping point. Like, I'm going to stop doing this, and I'm going to reinvent, and this is going to be a totally different, um, almost standalone thing, right? Or job, or career, or next step. And now I sort of see it as this more of this reinvention slash um, evolution, right? So yeah, then, evolution. Yeah, you know, and... So I'm always fascinated by that because um, I love our business and I'm so passionate about the work that we do. And I'm like, hmm, what am I going to do in 10 years? What am I going to do in five years? What, what's the next piece, right? And I remember when I was in sales a long time ago and I was probably in my mid-30s, I'm like, oh, probably by the time I get to 50, like nobody's going to really want to employ me. And so like, how am I going to be on my own? What am I going to do? What's my second career as we live longer? people do retire, but maybe they don't like that. So now they have a second career, right? Like, so Mm -hmm. can you speak um, a little bit about how you see this like re reinventing slash, you know, evolution for women? Like, do you think it's necessary for women to really be actively thinking about that? Do you, what's your thought on that? 
I think if you're a, if you're an entrepreneur or a business in, in any sort of business, um, yes, you should absolutely always think about what, what are, what could be my possible next steps? Um, I mean, I, I personally, I like, I mean, I, I knew the moment I needed to change. I, I mean, I just, I knew it. Um, cause I was sort of like in this mode when you get in this mode, mm-hmm. you know, like you're paddling for life. Mm-hmm. Um, you may, may want to avoid that. You don't want to actually do that. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, and also open to, you know, what, what could that next possibility be like, and, and maybe that's where, um, um, you know, I talked to you earlier about the, how, the life lens thing, this whole personal growth thing and like resetting back to your like core values, right? I mean, getting back to that, like the beginning, like what are my core values and how do they align in my, in my business life, in my personal life, in my purpose? Like how, how, how does that all work? And, um, I think many times when you're sort of in that sort of realm where you're struggling, struggling, struggling is when you've sort of let go of those core values. They, they've, they've, yeah. you've stopped thinking about them or they're just not, you know, and, and for me, which is really interesting because um, I've never really been one to do like personal growth stuff. Uh, maybe cause I'm a creative and that's like I'm always con- like it's a personal growth thing every single day, every time I lift my camera up, but, um, but to actually have these, I've have them, I have them sitting right here connected to my computer now. Um, so after I did this life lens workshop with Mary Beth Highland, I'm, I'm sitting here going, Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm, am. so I look at all my things, authenticity, adventure, ambition, uh, openness, responsible, empathy, um, creativity. I mean, it's all, that's me. And, and, and I, and I totally aligns with my purpose. So I think maybe that's the point where you like, if you're starting to swim, Mm -hmm. you know, dog paddle, um, maybe it's time to just say, okay, I, let me go back to the beginning. Let me reset. And, and maybe who knows things will, but I'm an adventurer. So, you know, like I, you know, there's, I, there's other women who might, think very more practical and linear and I'm I'm not that way I'm sort of like all over the place so well that's that creative right and yeah and you know I see a lot of women so for example they um have worked more in a corporate environment Mm-hmm. Right. And they might decide to leave that corporate environment and start their own business. And the person that comes across in that photo is now a different person, right? Because they're in a different season of their life. They're in a different type of business. So they've gone from being the executive vice president of whatever in a very large company where they've got a very cons- kind of conservative look in their professional portrait and now they're like starting this new business that's kind of creative or maybe a nonprofit or Mm -hmm. um, more mission driven than ever. Right. And, and they're not, they need an updated portrait to like communicate who this new person is. 
right? Like yeah. that's part of a huge reinvention too. Like we can reinvent ourselves professionally, but like once again, what comes across is that part of that per- personal brand. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I, I want to make a point about um, these, the portraits, the portraits, you know, it's really, it's all about, and I think I said this before, it's just, it's about revealing your essence. Your essence is your connection. You know, your essence is your authenticity. So you can be in the corporate world or you can be in a creative business or running a nonprofit, but that's, and, and maybe that's why I sort of differentiate. And I, I never want to put down, you know, people who do headshot photography. It's, it's, for me, it's, I, I don't say it because I think that the connotation um, is, is something that comes from the client, not from me. I understand what a headshot is, but mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, in their minds, it's very sort of like, Oh, you know, you just come in and snap a picture and leave. And it's really just about what you look like and what I'm trying to say and what I'm trying to share and to, for these women leaders is no, 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 no. It is so much deeper than that. Like it is such a, it's a much deeper thing, which is why like, you got to leave all the crap at the door. You just got to like be yourself and, and be okay with it. You, maybe you're, you know, if you're sexy, great. If you're powerful, great. If you're confident, if you're all of those things, let's show it. Like that's what you, that's what you want to reveal to your audience. So I hope that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I think it's great. So Talk about um, maybe one or two highlights of your career because you've seen, no pun intended, right? Like, but you've certainly seen a lot of things. You've captured a lot of moments in time. And are there any particular highlights in your career that really stand out? Mm. Highlights in my career. Um, well, I had mentioned... Uh, you know, like my first job as a photojournalist and uh, how that came about, um, if that's what you're talking about. Like I, um, I mean, the highlight of my career is it's continue. I have to say it's continual because it's every day is different. There is there. I, I meet so many incredible people. I've, my highlight is learning about a community from the inside out. That's, I have seen things. I've been around people that I may never have in any other situation or career. And, and so I have just taken all those experiences um, with me and I just carry them with me all the time. So, I mean, every, every person I meet is a new highlight. Um, every picture I take is a new highlight. I don't know. That's a really hard mm-hmm. question to, to answer because there's really nothing specific. Um, because people are, the human condition is fascinating to me. I, um, it's, it's how I sure that's how I share my, uh, myself, my soul is through image making and, um, I can be anywhere doing it. 
And so, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's just, it, it is fascinating, right? Number one, the human condition. Number two, you've always been out in the world, right? Like I've even it, you just, by virtue of what you do, you see a whole lot more of the world than many people who are sort of heads down in front of a computer or working in an office every day. Um, and by virtue of that, like just it has to affect your perspective. Well, my perspective is, my goodness, we are a big and beautiful and amazing world and we're diverse and different and unique and incredible and we all bring something special in some way shape or form and uh, we all have a story to tell and um, I see I guess you're right yeah I mean I just see humanity so much differently mm-hmm. um, yeah it's interesting because I don't reflect on that very often, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I think that people, and when we're interviewing people for their LinkedIn profiles, I'm like, Hey, what else? What else? Tell me a little bit about what you're passionate about personally. Right. And, and that's usually the hardest question for people to answer. Mm-hmm. And um, I recall, I always can fall back to the story that I was talking to this financial advisor and I said so tell me what are you passionate about right and oh I coach my kids and I do this and I do this in the community anything else well my wife and I run an orphanage in Africa wow (laughs) right that's kind of like a wow not everybody gets to do that and he's like but don't don't tell anybody don't tell anybody they'll think I'm bragging I'm like well do you do it yeah, well, then it's really not, you know, it's all in how you share that, right? But I think very often we, our stories are actually interesting. We just don't think that they're so interesting because we're living them, right? So yeah. Like, it seems pretty ordinary to us. Doesn't everybody, um, you know, run an orphanage, you know? No, 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 they don't. And so sometimes I think we have to kind of separate and like think, wow, my story is actually pretty cool, right? Because when yeah. you when you start to share that story and people give you commentary or like they say, well, that's super interesting. I didn't know that about you. It, you can pause then and be like, yeah. And I should be okay sharing that. Right. Like, I think it's okay, but I just think that we, we minimize kind of some of the cool things that we are doing in our lives because we're just doing them and we think it's normal. Everybody's doing them. But it's not, but and they're not, right? So right. I always find that kind of um, passion, you know, like very, very interesting. As I, and it's one of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast, right? Because we t- I talk to so many interesting people every day, and we're interviewing them for their LinkedIn profile and and other things. And I'm like, wow, how come I, nobody does anybody know that about you? People would want to know that about you. And then I think it really meshes beautifully with imagery, right? Yeah. Show and tell, right? Absolutely. So there's probably a large number of tools that you use to do the work that you do. So part of this podcast is, you know, like what are the tips and tools that you can't do your work without, right? So do you have some favorite tools you'd like to share with us? I do have some 
favorite tools. Hmm. Well, I use my iPhone a lot for marketing because um, I've got a lot of great apps on there, Instagram, Facebook. Um, so I do a lot of my stuff. I can do a lot of my stuff via my iPhone, um, which actually keeps me away from my desk. Um, I do a lot. <laughs> I have a lot of desk time, but <clears throat> um, I also use something called Trello. Um, it, it's the online whiteboard. It's awesome. I can use it to create projects, share projects, ideas, to-dos. I have too many to-do lists, so I have to say. Mm -hmm. um, it can go a little crazy. You can keep dividing things and lists. Um, um, for all my like editing and processing, I use Photo Mechanic for editing. I use Lightroom, Adobe Photoshop, um, and of course I send out to retouching for the mm -hmm. final images. Um, what else do I use? I, oh, I use something called shoot Q, which is actually, um, geared towards photographers. And that's sort of my online office management system and everything is in there. And, uh, Dropbox. Mm -hmm. Always lovely. Mm -hmm. And my favorite is thank you notes. <laughs> I, I like to handwrite thank you notes. So when I meet somebody, um, or we've had coffee, or we've had a nice con conversation, or I, I think, I think my, thank you, mom, for teaching me that. Um, thank you notes are very important. Um, I think we're so like, right, we're just, everything is online, everything is, hey, quick email, thanks, thanks, thanks. But I, I think it's nice to just take a moment and pause and say, thank you so much. I really enjoyed our conversation or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's funny because people will be like, they'll be like, you need my snail mail address? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, please. <laughs> right. Right. So. so what is your favorite? Um, I think I probably know, but I'm, I'm not going to assume. What's your favorite social channel for your work? Is Instagram. It, yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, I, I know that I need to like, we've had this conversation. I LinkedIn is not, isn't that so funny, but LinkedIn has not been something I've, a, a tool that I, a business tool, right? We have a business tool that I have uh, utilized, but I'm begin. I'm now I'm really into it. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to understand it more. And it is a very, especially for me. I mean, my goodness. See, right. even I have to learn. Well, we all do, right? <laughs> and it's, so it's funny because of all the other channels other than LinkedIn, um, Instagram has sort of captured my attention and it's the one where we're actually trying to create a community on, different community, different kind of content. But I do, I like Instagram, right? So different than LinkedIn. I mean, totally so different. different. And I think it's all about finding the channel that kind of works for you, that speaks to you where, and for you, it's absolutely like above any other channel, the best channel for you. Yeah. I mean, of course, cause I can share photos and share inspiration and share stories. I mean, that's what I really use it for. Um, but LinkedIn, you know, that's a different, that's a, different tool I can use it to you know share um, important information about you know the whole branding world and the branding journey that we are finding ourselves in every day so um, yeah I know we guess I guess we have to just sort of get to know the tools and how how we can best mm -hmm. utilize them for our businesses 
Absolutely. It's hard. It's hard to keep up with it. You know, it's just, it is so hard, isn't it? To keep yeah. up with everything. It's crazy. <laughs> it totally is. Um, so I'm a big reader. I see that you're on a 60 book challenge. Wow. Okay. That, look, let is, me just... uh, that is something. That's awesome. Well, it, thank you. Um, we'll see. And I, if I don't reach 60, I don't care because I've never been, it's, I've never been a big reader. So for me to even like to have to accept this challenge um, was huge. Um, So I'm just, you know what? I'm not in a rush. I'm going to read. I'm actually doing sort of, I'm doing more audio because I think of, you know, maybe my problem is I've, I've always got a camera in front of my eye. So like by the end of the day, I'm tired. I can't look at anything else, (laughs) but I'll listen. I can listen. So I do audio books, but man, there's so much great stuff out there, isn't there? Wow. I mean, I've been, I've been sort of reading more on personal growth stuff and, um, and also, and business growth. Um, so just, just, I mean, we could talk for hours about that, right? Well, I do. I'm really into audio, right? I'm, I'm a big, um, my husband gave me a subscription to Audible and for Christmas and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do Audible and I walk a the dogs a lot. So I'm like, okay, I can, that's great. Because I too feel like I'm in front of a, I'm reading constantly or in front of a computer constantly. And I've decided that I love it because I hear them talking to me. Yes. When you I'm, hear the author talking to you, yeah. isn't that amazing? Yeah. I love that. I love it. I love that. So okay. tell me a little bit about the book by Mel Robbins, the five second rule. Oh my gosh. I, I love her that I'm that, you know, I've read, I've read several books. This one was a game changer for me. Um, Cause I implement it all the time now. And also Shonda rhymes year of yes. Um, I love this high, this concept of the five second rule. And it, you know, there's science behind it. It's like, you need to do your action. You need to take your action within five seconds. Otherwise your conscience takes over and you lose your drive to take that action. You may question, you may start questioning it. Oh, I don't know if I should. Oh, no, I'm not, you know, self-sabotage can set in. So within that five seconds, if you can you take the action and, and, and do it. And I've been doing it. Like here I am sitting on this podcast. I mean, I could have easily said no. <laughs> right. Because I, right. I don't, you know, I, you know, I, it's not, I'm behind the camera. I'm like to be, you know, um, so yeah. So that was a game changer for me. And Shonda rhymes year of yes too. And same thing, you know, it's like, it's so easy and safe to say no, because then you don't go out of your comfort zone and your comfort level. And isn't creativity and sort of moving forward all about that, getting that, you know, using that courage to just take the next, step and and not really know maybe what's going to happen and hey maybe this you know maybe this podcast is gonna you know whatever like maybe nobody will listen to it or whatever who cares <laughs> um the point is like I'm sitting I here not, I hope that's not true <laughs> no I know I'm just kidding I'm just saying that I'm rather than like let all that crap consume me I just said yes and said okay we're gonna do it yeah um so that's 
I love Mel Robbins' book. Have you read it? I have not, but I'm going to. And no. it's funny because, or listen to it. yeah, listen to it. I'll download it because I have a couple credits uh, coming my way. And what's interesting is that I heard somebody in January um, speaking, actually, Dave Matson, who owns um, Sandler um, Sales Training, and he was talking about having courage five seconds at a time. Mm. And I was like, and I wrote it down. And wow. I have kind of been positioning my entire year around that statement. So personally and professionally, right? So, you know, I laugh. I kind of say that I live most of my life outside of my comfort zone. I talk about the same things every single day, but I travel, I'm in front of new groups, just like you are, right? So like who walks in, like you don't know, you know who that person is that's walking into your studio you don't know what kind of a day they've had. You don't know what's happening in their life. And you could catch them on a really bad day, and it's just not going to go really well, right? I have sometimes 20, 30, 40, 50 people in front of me where I have to train them for three to five hours at a time. Mm-hmm. I've got contrarians. I've got people all over the board. People can't, you know, it's all over the place, right? So I feel like I live my, my life professionally outside of my comfort zone. And I think as we get older and our worlds change and the seasons of our life changes, we're continually confronted by new things, right? Or health issues or different, different circumstances. And, and all of those things take courage and different forms of courage, right? They do indeed. I love that Absolutely. courage five seconds at a time. Like five that, seconds. that's awesome. I love that too. Right. Like I wish I had known that like, or really kind of thought about it in that term um, and shared that with my children many, many years ago. Right. I'd try something new. Yeah, it's interesting. You, you bring that up because I, I think I, I, um, you know, there was like a pivotal moment in my, in my life. Um, and I think I, you know, applied that five second rule and I didn't had, had no idea. And of course this is years and years ago, but, um, you know, I was in this interview, I have to say the story because, uh, I, it's like, it's just stayed with me for a very long time. Um, but I was in this interview to, for a job, um, as a photojournalist at a daily paper here in Baltimore. And, um, I was excited. I had already done a lot of freelance for them. And I, you know, I'm like, I'm a hungry photojournalist and I'm producing great stuff for them daily. And so this was an interview for a job opening. Well, a few minutes into the interview, um, this photo editor says to me, well, Mary, I don't think you have what it takes. And I guess within that five seconds, I could have cried. There's so many, I mean, there's so many, I don't even know what I could have done. I, all I know is that was the moment I said, and then he said something like, well, what do you have to say to that? And I said, I'll prove you wrong. You know, before I even had a moment to think about it, I just said, I will prove you wrong. Um, and, and I, I, from that moment on, I mean, that's how I sort of have kind of lived my life as a, as a photographer. I, I do have what it takes and I don't need somebody else to tell me that I don't have what it takes. Um, and I certainly shouldn't be telling myself I don't have what it takes. And, uh, 
uh, I don't know, maybe that's why I've been doing it for 30 plus years. I have no idea, but there is a, you know, it's my purpose driven life. And, and also um, I have what it takes, which is what I want to tell all these women leaders. We have what it takes. We can do it. Mm-hmm. And so as you think about that, and so it's took a lot of courage to, to say that back to somebody, and this was probably 30 years ago, so it wasn't 2019 yeah. when you said that, right? No. It was probably right. the 80s, and um, we've sort of grown up at the same time, and um, I, too, work for a daily paper, and I know sort of it had a very, very strong culture. Every daily newspaper had a very strong culture, and... Um, and let's just say a strong culture of men. Yeah, exactly. Right. And like, I can tell you one of the craziest places I ever worked, right? Like we lived men, right? I felt like we did anyway. And um, so when you think about your truths, tell me a little bit about your truths and we'll wrap up with that. What are my truths? Oh my gosh. Well, my truths are always, 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 always to be open hearted, to be kind, um, it's so important for me to make people feel safe and secure um, and empowered. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. Um, and well, I mean, I think I said this is like my truth is really to reveal truth that that's my purpose. My purpose is I want um, and maybe it's because I'm a little bit of an intuit. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. The magic thing, you know, I just, I, I can feel a person's essence and now I just want to pull it out and help, help you see it too. So that's, that's what I want to do. That's my truth. I love that. And so I would encourage everybody to go and check out Mary's work and see the imagery, right? Because you've, we've chatted about it now, but I would love for you to experience it. And Mary, where can people find you? Oh, well, you can find me. Well, you can find me on my website, marygardella.com. You can find me on Instagram at Mary Gardella. You can find me on LinkedIn, Mary Gardella Photography. (laughs) We got a theme here. We have a theme. I got a theme. Yeah. And Gardella is spelled G A R D E L L A. So definitely go check out Mary's work, reach out to her, connect with her on LinkedIn, follow her on Instagram, engage with her content, get to know Mary. Um, It's been a pleasure for me to get to know Mary, and I look forward to working with her as we move forward and kind of collaborate and do some couple of events together and see where it goes, right? So thank you all. Thanks for sharing um, your time with us, and we'll see you on our next podcast. Thanks, Colleen. And that's all for Indispensable. Thanks for joining us. We hope to catch you on our next episode. Grab our show notes, review them, check out the links included, and head over to interoadvisory.com to learn more about the work that we do in our community and with our clients.